The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. What's up, everybody? Thanks for joining us today. My name is Kent Swanson. This is the AP Laboratory, and it's not a game preview edition uh, because the season's over. And the Chiefs lost the Super Bowl, uh, but we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and, and try to forget all that today. It's the off season, baby, and we're going to kick things off with a mock draft. We're actually going to try to do a mock draft here on the Arrowhead Pride Podcast channel once a month. So you're gonna get one in February, you're gonna get one in March, and you're definitely gonna get one in April. You might get two in April, frankly, despite the chagrin of my pal Craig Stout. But I'm going to introduce my friend, find him on Twitter at Chief in Carolina first, because that's what I always do. I could have very easily transitioned to Craig, but that would just be, I think it's illegal. Maddie Lane, what's good? I enjoy how to greet our great listeners. You have to remind them that they are coming off of <laughs> one of the most heartbreaking nights that they've had recently. So I think that's a good start. Instead of talking up... How we just, you know, we were generous. We wanted to move up one extra spot in the draft. We wanted to share the glory of celebrating with a Super Bowl parade with another city. We want, we just wanted the draft a little bit earlier. Instead of phrasing it like that, you just, you know, had to say like, oh yeah, you guys got beat down in the Super Bowl just a little bit ago. But hey, it's draft season. I think everybody knows we're all excited for draft season. So I am happy that it's here. I'm happy that it's coming. It will help me forget that terrible terrible super bowl that just happened and like kent said we are starting a mock draft and this is quite possibly craig's favorite type of podcast favorite absolute favorite you guys i'm not the mock machine that some of the other guys are i appreciate them i see them i know you guys love them i just i it's it's not typically my bag but um we're gonna do it because lots of people love him. And it will also make me forget that it wasn't my quarterback that was rip-roaring drunk coming off of a boat earlier this week. I, I really wish that was Patrick Mahomes. That would have made me feel a lot better this week. So I remind everyone about the Chiefs Super Bowl loss. And Craig tells everyone that he doesn't want to do this. What a start <laughs> for this fine program. All right. Uh, for the course this week, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna do it. We're gonna do a full first round mock. We did this uh in January. Like I said, we're gonna try to do it once once a month, probably twice in April, uh, because April is draft miss month. But we'll start first pick. There is we're not we're not gonna try to be weird 
Trevor Lawrence is the first pick in the draft for the Jacksonville Jaguars. He goes to the uh, fine organization that uh, Urban Meyer is putting together. Okay, no, no, we're moving on, but just the way that was phrased should be redacted from this podcast entirely. Did you not hear the sarcasm or? I don't think that he's even worth sarcasm. Okay. (laughs) All right. Pick two. All right, Maddie, we're going to go quarterback here. We are going to go quarterback here. We're going to act as if the New York Jets are picking a quarterback, and I'm going to give you the cho- the choice of quarterback here. You pick who you would like in this spot. Boom. I, to me, this second quarterback is really going to come down to who wins the meeting room. So I, I think you're dealing with Zach Wilson out of BYU and Justin Fields out of Ohio State. I just think it comes down to whichever guy does better in the meeting room for the New York Jets. I think that Zach Wilson probably shares a few more similarities with Sam Darnold coming out, and then just you expect there to be a bigger playing gap from college to the NFL for those guys. That didn't work out for the Jets, so they go with the opposite. They take Justin Fields, who is essentially the guy that is considered the leader, the person that everybody loves right now, give that safer floor just of a personality. I really like that one. Uh, I, I'm going to be back and forth on Fields and Wilson, I think, all the way up until the GAD releases. Oh, by the way, the KC Draft Guide is ava- is available for pre-order now. I forgot to tell anybody. Go to gum.co slash kcdraftguide21. Uh, promo code lab, L-A-B, and you can get the guide for $8 even. Just Ooh. thought I'd let you guys know that. So there is a, a promo one. code for you. Uh, we are going to have over 300 pages, I believe, again, of Chiefs draft content. It is a lot of fun. It's a labor of love, uh, but it's a fun project. So make sure. Go to gum.co slash kcdraftguide21. Promo code LAB, L-A-B. Get you it for $8. It's a really you good deal. Kent needs you to go and do that because he's got quarterback takes and the Chiefs don't need one of those. So please go and read all of his quarterback takes. He loves this quarterback class. You have no idea. Guys, un- undrafted free agent grades are going to wind up getting write-ups in this Spoilers. year's quarterback. <laughs> no, it's okay. It- Patrick LeVon Mahomes. All right, pick number three. The Miami Dolphins are up, and this is an interesting one. Let's operate as if they are rolling with Tua Tagovailoa. I think that's the move here. Uh, so, Craig, mm-hmm. what are you doing here? I think this is pretty cut and dry for me. I think it's Jamar Chase. I, I know that a lot of people have been talking about Devonta Smith. They need weapons for Tua to find out if he is the real deal or not. So I'm going with the best wide receiver in the class, which is still Jamar Chase, regardless of what Devonta Smith just did this year. Take the bigger guy that's just awesome at everything that he does and profit. Maddie, do you want to clap back on Jamar Chase or do you want to move on? I I think we just move on from here. You know, I'd move on from Tua, but uh, that's okay. Listen, I, if if Houston is offering Deshaun Watson, well then you know go right ahead, Miami. But uh, if that's the case, then Zach Wilson goes here to Houston. I'm gonna go ahead, Bing Bing Bing, with the uh, third pick. In the 2021 NFL Draft, the Miami Dolphins select Jamar Chase, wide receiver out of LSU, formerly a Kansas football commit. Atlanta Falcons on the clock. And 
I actually think this is a relatively interesting thought here. I kind of want to go quarterback here, boys. I uh, I want to give I want to give the Atlanta Falcons a young quarterback prospect. They can cut bait with Matt Ryan and trade him in the next two years to one of these quarterback needy teams. Because here's one of the interesting things: we keep talking about how quarterback needy all these teams are going to be. It's not going to be resolved next year. There's going to be a hot market again for quarterback and probably for another year or two after that, trying to resolve all the issues that this this group has or these teams have. Why don't we just grab them a quarterback? And the top quarterback on the board right now is Zach Wilson. I would like to go Zach Wilson out of BYU to the Atlanta Falcons. Any opposition here? I, I think the only other option that you could do if you're going quarterback is Trey Lance. It just depends on what type of offense they're looking to build. I I'm I love Zach Wilson's arm, so this is no problem with me going Zach Wilson. I think Wilson's clearly ahead of Trey Lance at this point in time and will be for most teams, and I would agree. I think this is the move you make if you're Atlanta. Look what Matt Stafford just got traded for. You can turn around and do similar a similar trade next year with Matt Ryan being traded off so Zach Wilson can take over. I, mean, I think it makes a ton of sense for a team that is on just beginning a kind of rebuild. Yeah, right. and you can clear a ton of cap space by trading Matt Ryan next year. Makes perfect sense. With the fourth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Atlanta Falcons select Zach Wilson, the quarterback out of BYU. Uh, the Bengals are on the clock. It feels like Penny Sewell. Does anyone even want to argue something else? Sprint to the podium for Penny Sewell. I think that's the move. With the fifth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The Cincinnati Bengals select Penny Sewell, the freak offensive tackle out of Oregon. Uh, this is a massive human being, a young human being. He will be 20 years old on draft day. There's tons of there's tons of promise with this guy. Uh, a, a ball of clay to work with there in Cincinnati to protect Joe Burrow and his blind side. Pick six is a little bit interesting. The Philadelphia Eagles are on the clock. Do you want to go quarterback here? I kind of want to go quarterback here. I almost want to assume that he's been traded to one of the Bears or the Colts. Do we want to operate with that assumption? I mean, we could. I just don't think that Trey Lance is worth the sixth overall pick in a draft. I don't think that he gives you enough of a player ready to step in right away. They just took a quarterback and on day two last year. It would just be interesting to me to see them go from Carson Wentz to Jalen Hurts, then to Trey Lance with the sixth overall pick. So I would opt for getting them a weapon of some kind for whoever is the quarterback, personally. I agree with that sentiment. Um, and you've got three really good weapons here. Devonta Smith, Jalen Waddle, and Kyle Pitts. I think you could take any one of those guys and they would fit ridiculously well with Jalen Hurts. He's played with two of those guys already. So I, I think... Whichever one you want there, that's the guy. Can I make an argument here? And it's sure. something we're going to probably talk about a little bit as this offseason goes on. Are we sure the likes of Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle are going to wind up being drafted in the top 10? Are we sure that these smaller receivers, a prototype receiver that does not get picked in the top 10 very often, is going to wind up going in the top 10. I want to argue for Kyle Pitts 
I'm fine with that argument because when was the last time a receiver under 180 pounds went in the first round that wasn't ultra fast? It was Hollywood Brown was the last one. He didn't go top 10. And he didn't go top well, 10. I mean, if you look at it, Jalen Waddle, your comp would be like John Ross going early yeah. on. But for me, and I think that makes more sense than Devonta Smith going top 10. The problem is you look at the Eagles wide receiver depth chart. They took that player in the first round last year with Jalen Rager. <laughs> so they would be looking for somebody I would assume to compliment him. I was going to make the argument for Pitts as well because they do have an out on Zach Ertz contract right now. So it's not like you would be fielding three tight ends at all times. And you don't have to look much farther than the Kansas City Chiefs to see how you can use a tight end to essentially be your go-to X wide receiver. Kyle Pitts gives you a similar kind of skill set, which is what I think the Eagles need the most. It, it doesn't matter where the position label is. Just get the player best at picking up third downs. With the sixth pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Philadelphia Eagles go Kyle Pitts, the tight end out of Florida. All right, the Detroit kneecaps are picking here at seven. Maddie, there's a lot of different ways I think this team could go. It's a weird, it's going to be a weird draft class for them. It kind of feels like they punted and are looking more towards the future draft classes. Wouldn't be stunned to see them trade out here. We're not doing trades, obviously, in this draft. I could just see them trying to accumulate draft, draft assets for the future. But what do you what do you like here? This is a this is a tricky spot because this team could use a lot of the guys that are available. I wouldn't rule out a quarterback if it wasn't Trey Lance being the one that was out there. I think Jared Goff's only good enough to buy you time until you need to replace him. I mean, and I get it. He was just part of a trade, but that would be the case. I just don't know if Trey Lance is a guy worth drafting this early. I think we just talked about it. Looking at wide receiver, what goes in the top 10? It's either size or speed. Jalen Waddle provides speed for a team that doesn't have a lot at the wide receiver position. Both of their starting wide receivers right now are becoming free agents. You assume Kenny Galladay comes back, but I don't know if they will also bring back Marvin Jones. I think pairing Jalen Waddle with Kenny Galladay gives Jared Goff some weapons to work with. Oh, and they also have TJ Hawkinson there. But I mean, you could convince me of Micah Parsons just as easily. That's what I was going to say. That was the only argument. I agree. I think I think it probably should be Waddle. I think Waddle probably makes the best case scenario for Jared Goff and this new offense. But man, Micah Parsons is ridiculously good and they need defensive help. I, I still, I think I'll go Waddle though. Yeah, I, I we just got done talking about you know these type of guys not going in the top 10. I don't know if, if Jalen Waddle will, but I'm I say we go here. I think it makes a lot of sense. Uh, with the seventh pick, the Detroit Lions select Jalen Waddle, the very fast wide receiver out of Alabama. Pick number eight, Carolina Panthers. I believe last time we put Trey Lance here. I am going to argue that we continue to put Trey Lance here. I know Maddie does not believe in Trey Lance's talent this early, and I'm not sure I completely disagree. I also believe that quarterbacks are going there people are going to be swinging for quarterbacks i i think that's inarguable the talent and the ability is undeniably there you are just coming in with a very limited information base with a guy in trey lance with the you know the traits are obvious but man there's really just not a sample size at all maddie and if you're i'm gonna i'm gonna ask you 
do you want to continue to try to, to, to go with Trey Lance here at eight, or do you have a suggestion somewhere else you would like to go with So this? I am just going to provide you with my counter-argument to this and let Craig decide. So what does Joe Brady do with his quarterbacks? What did he do with Joe Burrow at LSU? He went empty. He got a bunch of guys out in routes. It was quick passing. It was using as many receivers in route as possible, making quick decisions, progressing through multiple reads. What has Trey Lance not done in college? those things exactly that. exactly those things like i think it is one of the worst fits in terms of the offensive mind and the quarterback's play that said how long is joe brady there i do think trey lance would fit with matt rule pretty well i just don't know if i agree with the meshing of the quarterback and offensive play mind so again just like i did the last pick i am going to insert maybe micah parsons can replace them losing one of the best linebackers of the decade and luke keekley I, my real quick, one quick counterpoint to that. Joe Brady ain't a dummy. Joe Brady can adapt. I believe he adapted a little bit for Teddy Bridgewater. And I think he could build an offense for Trey Lance. That's my only counter argument. I think that they are going to address the quarterback situation at some point this offseason. And I think that they're going to try and get one of these big name quarterbacks, either in a trade, in free agency. They're going to try and make a splash they already move tried. for a veteran. They did already they try. They have already tried. And they don't, yeah. And, and they don't want to come off of this, or they do kind of want to come off of this pick for certain guys, but teams have passed them up on that. I think they're going to go into the draft needing a quarterback and so I think that they're just going to take the guy that's there I agree with Matty and I agree with the Brady argument but I think that they're just going to take the guy that's there because they have to have a guy behind Teddy Bridgewater all right with the eighth pick in the 2021 NFL draft the Carolina Panthers select Trey Lance the quarterback out of North Dakota State Matty the truth of the matter is I think this team probably does trade up like I, I really do think this is the team that winds up. This is a team that goes and trades Probably. up. Probably. I mean, again, same thing. They tried to get Matthew Stafford, who I think has shown that he can operate closer to what we've seen Brady utilize before. And if they're willing to get rid of this pick to go get a quarterback, I wonder if that means they don't love who they think is going to be available for them or mm-hmm. why would they be trading it away? Like if they assumed that if they love Trey Lance and he's the fourth quarterback, if they thought they had a chance to get him, why would they not keep this pick rather than try to, you know, sprint out there to trade for Matthew Stafford's contract? That's my Absolutely. only thought process there. Absolutely. And and I agree. I think I think I'm with Kent here. I think they trade up. Like if they get to that situation, they're trying to sell the farm to go up and get a guy. Yeah, that's I mean, that's it's gonna be I I think some teams are really operating a little bit scared, frankly. Uh I think there is a panic to be out ahead of the market in some capacity too so like i don't know entirely if the behaviors of some of these teams are really reflective of what we're going to see uh for behavior with the draft i think some teams are just trying to be ultra aggressive to make sure that they secure some kind of quarterback and if it's a good one available go grab them all right denver broncos are up at nine everyone and their mom likes cornerback to them and craig i don't know if i can argue that yeah, I can't either. I'm I'm taking the best guy here. I think it's Patrick Patrick Sertan out of Alabama. They got to have a cornerback, and they got their choice of these two. I think that a lot of Broncos fans feel like they're just happy to catch either Sertan or Farley at this point. They get to pick between the two in our mock today. 
Dallas Cowboys at 10. Oh, we're going Patrick Sertan, by the way. I don't know if I made yeah. that clear. Ninth pick, Denver Broncos, Pat Sertan, cornerback Alabama. Yes, that Patrick Sertan, uh, his son. Uh, Matty, the, the Dallas Cowboys, they are also mocked cornerback a lot. Uh, they could go offensive line. I still think there's a lot of places that they could address on the defensive side of the football. What do you like here for this team? It essentially, if you're the Cowboys, it comes down to, do you think Tyron Smith is going to come back and be healthy next year? Or do you not? Because if you don't think so, if you don't think you're going to get a full year, or if you don't think you're going to get multiple full years out of Tyron Smith, you take easily the second best offensive tackle in Rashawn Slater. You plug a minute left tackle and you ride off into the sunset. If you believe that Tyron Smith is coming back to be as good as he was, you go take Caleb Farley because you have no cornerbacks on your team that are worth mentioning. So it's just all of internal evaluation of what's going to happen. I think if I were running the team, I'd lean on the position that, you know, that you're having to replace the more important position that has a guy that has proven to be hurt time and time again. I would take Rashawn Slater. Worst case scenario, you can play him at guard or center if Tyron Smith does come back and is able to go. All right, with the 10th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Dallas Cowboys select Rayshon Slater, the offensive tackle out of Northwestern, opted out of the 2020 season. Go watch him against Chase Young. You will be impressed. Pick number 11, the New York Giants. Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, needs out there. They could go edge. They could go off-ball linebacker. They could go wide receiver. They could really – I mean, trying to help – trying to help – Daniel Jones here, I don't think is a bad move. Devontae Smith still on the board. 11, I believe, is where the the first receiver went off the board last year. Um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know if I hate the idea of getting Devontae Smith in the mix there, a guy that can come uncovered quick. I mean, I, here's my thing, and I'm going to say this about Devontae Smith. Oh, I know where this is going. I, I'm going to say this about Devontae Smith. Now that we went to the Senior Bowl, Devontae Smith was there. He was standing on the sidelines. <laughs> We got to look at that man. That man is thin. I, I, I realize he wasn't wearing pads or anything like that, but walking around next to the, the rest of these receivers, the rest of these players that are on the sideline, he looked tiny. He did not weigh in at the Senior Bowl because he was afraid that that was going to be a talking point. There are too many GMs in this league that are way too hung up on measurables. Ask DK Metcalf about that sometime. I mean, Devonta Smith is going to have a lot of GMs that are turned off by the fact that he weighs that much, especially the Giants. So, if I that's not a bad that's not a bad that this that would be a very Gettleman. This would be a very Gettleman anti Gettleman. Oh yeah, That's Gettleman would be saying. like the last GM to go for the body type that is Devonta Smith. <laughs> and we all know what the most the most Gettleman pick here is, right? Who's that, Kent? It's Micah Parsons. Yeah, it's definitely Micah Parsons, and that's what I was going to say. Their linebackers are awful. Micah Parsons is a freak athlete at the linebacker position. They need help there. So I and a blue chip player and a blue chip player. I would make the argument for Micah Parsons. The here. only other person we'll I'd put that. in there would be Quiddy Pay for essentially the same Correct. reasons: a freak athlete, Correct. huge need, top ten type talent. But I'm fine either way. You can pick whichever one you. I want think here. I, I think Gettleman likes Micah Parsons' tape better than Quiddy Pay's. 
2021 NFL Draft with the 11th pick. The New York Giants select Micah Parsons, the linebacker out of Penn State. Pick 12. The San Francisco 49ers. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of places. The top two cornerbacks are off the board. There's offensive lineman galore. Here's an off the beaten path one. And I, I like this one for them. Elijah Vera Tucker. A guy with I he might be a tackle. I think you could play him at tackle. I think he might be I mean he could be a really, really, really good interior player. He's undoubtedly a best five. Uh I'm a big fan of his. Maddie, talk me out of Elijah Vera Tucker. It's a little bit early. Talk me out of him. Well, the 49ers might be needing to replace Richard Sherman. They don't have a lot of depth at cornerback. I know they got some good play out of Jason Verrett last year, but how many times are we anticipating that man playing 16 games going forward at this point in time? I see Caleb Farley still sitting there. See a very oh, he is still a, he a is very still there, long, he? very athletic corner that if they want to continue to play that cover three type stuff would make a lot of sense to me with his ball skills and length there on the outside. I thought we I thought we already got rid of Caleb Farley. You're right. 12th pick, 2021 NFL Draft. San Francisco 49ers take Caleb Farley, the cornerback out of Virginia Tech. Freak of nature, uber athletic, uh, very promising cover skills. All right, Los Angeles Chargers picking at 13. I feel like they got to go offensive linemen. I don't love the tackles, the rest of the tackles. I don't think this early in this group, but man, I don't, I think you got to address tackle here, Craig. I think so too. I, I don't hate Samuel Cosme out of Texas. I think he's a good player. I do think it's a little bit early for him, but I also think that if they don't address it here, they're going to be fairly safely dealing with the bottom of the second tier of tackles the next time that they come around. I think this is just kind of a, a weighing a cost and what you're going to see the next time around and just taking maybe the top of that second tier in Sam Cosme rather than taking the bottom of that second tier and you know maybe like a Dylan Radins or a James Hudson or something like that in round two. I would argue for Cosme. What do you think, Maddie? Yeah, looking at the charges, I think that offensive tackle is probably where I'm leaning to right now. I think if you had one of those corners sitting there still left around, maybe. Well, they even just took Kenneth Murray last year, so I can't even suggest a linebacker. So yeah, I think so. I think offensive tackle is the way to go. If the Chargers were a team that were valuing a little bit more physicality out of their offensive line, I could make a case for Christian Darisaw here. I really could, but given the way the Chargers look to be going with Justin Herbert with those weapons, I would just give me the guy that I think is the most kind of polished and best suited to translate as a pass protector to the next level. I think that's Cosme out of the tackles that are left. Go ahead and get your guy, get your choice of this position so you don't have to you know, take the leftovers in round two. All right, Los Angeles Chargers, pick 13, 2021 NFL Draft. They select Sam Cosme, offensive tackle out of Texas. Pick 14, I really like offensive line here for the Minnesota Vikings as well. I don't know if it's too too early for Elijah Vera Tucker. I don't know if you want to look at Christian Derrissaw here. All I know is I think it makes a lot of sense to go along the offensive line. I will also hear uh, 
I will also hear uh, Quiddy Pay here as well. Those are, I think, if you were going to give me a pool of Quiddy Pay, Christian Darison, Elijah Vera Tucker, I think those are the three guys I'd look at. Craig, I want you to pick one of those three. I think Minnesota valuing a little more athleticism along their offensive line. This actually makes sense for Darisaw. I know that, you know, he he really was kind of half there this this year, but they need help and he fits them from an athleticism standpoint. So I'm going Darisaw. All right, 14th pick of the 2021 NFL draft. Minnesota Vikings select Christian Darisaw, the offensive tackle out of Virginia Tech. Uh, big quality athletic profile, some effort questions, but we'll see if the Vikings can get that out of them. All right, pick 15, the New England Patriots licking their wounds, watching Tom Brady. Is Devontae Smith in play here? I mean, their receivers are abysmal, just awful. There's the, there's the Saban-Belichick connection does the fall stop here for a Devonte Smith, Maddie? Or are you gonna you gonna you gonna talk me somewhere else? I don't have a great feel on what the Patriots are gonna do without. I mean, if Micah Parsons or a Kyle Pitts were here, I think those are kind of the two most common guys I've seen make it to the Patriots, and everybody jumps on it because it makes a ton of sense. Once you remove those two, there's nothing that jumps out as a very New England type pick. I think catching a Devonte Smith. This far down in the draft, because of some potential size concerns, do make sense. That team desperately needs some help at wide receiver in any possible way. Smith doesn't fit the same mold of Inkeel Harry or some other guys they've tried, which maybe will be a good thing because he might actually be able to get open on a football field. (laughs) All right, 15th pick, 2021 NFL Draft. The New England Patriots select Devontae Smith, a wide receiver out of Alabama. His fall ends. Pick 16, the Arizona Cardinals on the clock. Do you know who makes a ton of sense here? I was going to say Quiddy Pay, but we'll see what you think. I was going to say J.C. Horn, who seems I don't hate that. like a Cardinals wide receiver. They just let Patrick Peterson walk. So unless they're planning to go attack a guy in free agency, they don't have a true number one guy this, I think this is about a good range for J.C. Horn, and then the cornerback depth falls off a cliff. So let's if they are All looking right. at a guy, he's the guy. All right, let's do it. 16th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The Arizona Cardinals go J.C. Horn, the cornerback out of South Carolina. Very grabby. That's like notoriously grabby. That might need to get cleaned up a little bit. Basically. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll be back with the second half of the first round right after this. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's insight assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. 
And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. All right, we're continuing our round one mock here on the AP Laboratory, and the Oakland Raiders are on the clock. And I'm very upset because the very obvious pick for me here is Quiddy Pay. And I love that for them. I'm very upset that I love that for them, Maddie. I would agree that Quiddy Pay is the best edge rusher out there. Is that the move the Raiders would make with Mike Mayock? Has he had enough college production to be a Mike Mayock draft pick? He's coming from the big school, so they like that. But has he been productive enough? I look at their two edge rushers they currently have and Cleveland Farrell, Max Crosby. I wouldn't say either one of them are spectacular pass rushers, but rather all-around defensive ends. They are guys that are more base defensive ends that play the run well, maybe provide some pass rush. Are you just getting more of the same with Quiddy Pay? And would you look to add somebody that's maybe a little bit more explosive, whether you want to say a or not even more explosive, that's the wrong way to say it, just been more effective as a pass rusher in college, like a Gregory Rousseau with his like 8 billion sacks last year, or a Zizo Julari, who are a little bit more pass rush specialists than they are all around defensive ends. Maddie, how's that drafting been going for him? <laughs> it's not been great. It's not been with great. The, with the 17th pick <laughs> in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Oakland Raiders select Quiddy Pay the edge out of Michigan. Get my chief some offensive tackle help. Stat. Pick 18, the Miami Dolphins are back on the clock. They have acquired Jamar Chase, the wide receiver, out of LSU. And now I'm going to throw it out there. If you don't like it, you can throw it right back. Is this Najee territory? Too early. Throwing it back. Return serve. I mean, I think you still have to look. If the entire goal is to help your quarterback who's been struggling right now, I would stick to the offensive side of the ball. And I don't know if I have loved what I saw from the Dolphins' offensive line last year. I know they spent some picks on getting some guys in there. So maybe you don't have a desperate need to tackle. But adding, you've talked about him, Elijah Vera Tucker, come in. Maybe he's better at tackling someone that's there. Maybe he kicks Bob Jones inside or Robert Hunt inside. Maybe he doesn't, but one of those two can play guard, one can play tackle. I think that helps too well along with the Jamar Chase pick earlier. Yep, we're doing it. We're going to go Elijah Veritucky here. 18th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. Miami Dolphins select Elijah Veritucker, the offensive lineman out of USC. I am not calling him an interior offensive lineman quite yet. He, I still have hope for him at tackle. He will be one of your best five in Miami, though. There's no doubt about it. Pick 19, the Washington football team is on the board. I do not like Mac Jones this high. (laughs) But in a game of quarterback musical chairs, some team will be desperate to acquire a quarterback. Is it it Washington, Craig? Ugh. I just... Man. I know. That's, I hate that. I really, I legitimately let's, hate that. You want to stick to our principles and stick to our guns and, and just go somewhere else by all means. I I mean, but it makes sense though. They don't have a guy. 
They want a young guy to come in there and do that. And that seems, ironically, like a Washington football team move. Here, here's my question. <laughs> you want a guy that's coming to come in. He's going to protect the football. Mm-hmm. He's going to distribute the ball to his playmakers. He's going to get the ball out of his hands. And he's going to let his defense do the work. And he's going to lean on a strong running and, game. Like, it makes sense. And he's got Terry McLaurin. Yeah. I mean, I hate it. I hate it, too. I don't I don't like but... it. <laughs> I don't like it. Okay. With the so 19th pick. My counter. <laughs> yeah. Do you know which wide receiver was second on targets for the Washington football team last year? Uh, is it the Sims kid? Yeah. Cam, Cam Sims, Sims with a whopping 42 targets. Maybe how did, we how consider, did former Kansas Jayhawk Steven Sims do? I maybe think we consider a Rashad Bateman. Or my other point, is this is just me trying to pick anybody but Mac Jones in the first <laughs> round. Is Ron Rivera willing to continue running out there Jonathan Bostic and Cole Holcomb at linebacker after coming away from Man. that Carolina Panthers football team? Do you take a strength and make it even better by giving yourself actual talent at linebacker? Do you improve the wide receiver position so that your you know, Mac Jones level quarterback that you already have has someone to throw to? All right. You make the pick, Matt. I okay. Um, give me a jock out of Notre Dame, Jeremiah Owusu Kamara. Yeah, I'm gonna Koromoa. butcher that name every time because Koromoa. it's off our list here because his name's so long. Just get a guy that can cover a little bit linebacker. I think you're still progressing in terms of reading from inside the box. But just give you have a strength. I think in our first mock draft, I took a cornerback, J.C. Horn, who's now off the board. My entire goal was this is what your team's good at. Make it even better because Mac Jones doesn't make you any better. All right, Mac Jones at 20 here to the Chicago Bears, Matt. (laughs) No, they have Carson Wentz, who's somehow a downgrade from what they already had. All right, so where do we go here? Uh, you could, I think you got to go offensive line. I'm going to throw a name out here that we're probably higher on than some people. Big Tevin Jenkins out of Oklahoma state. Selfishly. I want him to be on the board for the chiefs at 31. I like his ability. Like, I think he can be an outside guy an inside guy. I think he, uh, I think he'd be a great fit in Chicago. Frankly, Craig talked me out of Tevin Jenkins here. I can't talk you out of it because I, even though I want him to be there for the Chiefs to pick, because I was kind of hoping that this mock draft that we're working through was going to work out. Where yeah, just take Tevin Jenkins here. I'm mad about it. Haven't you learned nothing goes well for the Chiefs in 2021? Ever. With the 20th pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Chicago Bears protect Carson Wentz with Tevin Jenkins, the offensive lineman out of Oklahoma State. Pick 21. Who's the quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts right now in this scenario? And why is it Mac Jones? It doesn't matter because whoever it is is already as good as Mac Jones. <laughs> I'm not. Okay, Jacoby Brissett stinks. Yeah, my point exactly. I Here's, here's what I really... Guys, I'm going to tell you what I really want to do. I really want our friend Zach Hicks to read this and be upset. Mm-hmm. Okay, then you better take Mac Jones With, then. And I, I honestly like in a game of and quarterback, it makes sense I, because they need a quarterback. Someone is going to, someone's going to have to bite the bullet. Peek behind the curtain. Where goal is to make our friends mad during these mock drafts. <laughs> I don't think I don't think Chris Ballard would do this. 
So then take somebody would like Gregory Rousseau because you know the entire fine. list of Ballard's you know draft list is, is the guy long. Okay, fine. So yes or no. 2021 NFL draft. I like Mac Jones is just going to be a bit this the rest of the show. 2021 NFL draft. 21st pick, Gregory Rousseau, the edge out of Miami. Uh, he Former would KU be a commit. Spags defensive end. Ultra productive last year. Did not play in 2020. So 2019 had a really, really, really strong year. 22nd pick, the Tennessee Titans are on the clock. They, and this is a spot where Mac Jones could provide an improvement at quarterback. Oh, my. Oh, man. Maddie's just trying to troll oh now. Okay. okay. Plug in those play-action EPA numbers. Okay, Matthew. Uh, <laughs> you're savage. Uh, Edge, you could go like a Joseph Osai. They they have stand, like I mean you could you could go a Joseph Osai here. I don't love it. I don't, I I like Jalen Phillips here. If I got to go Edge, but that or really Aziz Ojulari. It does. It all depends on yeah. if you want the size or just the pure speed. I mean, okay. they play the three four, I so you say- get. I mean, either one I think would work well. It's just they've tried everything across from Harold Landry, who's a little bit more speedy. They've tried Clowney. They've tried Vic Fizek. They've tried everything, and nothing has stuck so far. Jalen uh, Jalen Phillips can drop a little bit more than people think too. Yeah, yeah, he can. I like you know I like Jalen Phillips here. Twenty second pick in the two thousand twenty one NFL Draft, the Tennessee Titans take edge Jalen Phillips out of Miami. Back to back Miami edge rushers off the board. Uh, Twenty three. The New York Jets are on the clock. Uh, we, I think they got to go find somebody, uh, to, to, you know, help them, you know, with Justin Fields. I think they need to get an offensive weapon and there are some good ones here. You got Najee Harris, you got Rashad Bateman, Terrace Marshall. Uh, you could, I mean, I mean, you could go grab another tackle and just slap him on the right side opposite of, uh, Mekhi Becton. I want to throw out Najee Harris, Maddie, and I want you to talk me off the ledge. I think this is the route we went last month when we did this, and it I mean, it makes sense because, I mean, they are essentially force-feeding the ball to interesting running backs right now. So it would make a lot of sense to go ahead and put in there, I mean, Najee Harris, he could help them on all three pick, or all three downs. Everything would go well. I think it would go a long way in improving their offense. I I like this move for the Jets. 20... Third pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. New York Jets take Najee Harris, the running back out of Alabama. An impressive physical specimen. Un- unbelievably impressive. Got to see him up close in Mobile. This man, I think, has gotten better and better every single season. Natural pass catcher. I really am a fan of his. All right, 24th pick, Pittsburgh Steelers. They need offensive line help. They need a quarterback. I don't know if you go Mac Jones here. Uh, it sounds like they're going to try to keep Big Ben around for one more season. What do you like here, Craig? I like uh, I like offensive tackle. I think that if you're going to stick with Ben Roethlisberger, you can't get him hurt again. I think that's kind of why they fell apart at the end of the year. You've got Jalen Mayfield, Liam Eikenberg, and Alex Leatherwood here. I think all three of those guys are actually fairly good picks. I think the guy that you can drop in right away is Liam Eikenberg. I think so, too. the guys we're talking about there, I think it might be Eikenberg. Yeah. Yeah, and I think that he's comfortable protecting a, a kind of stouter 
quarterback in the backfield there in Ian Book. So right. yeah, I, I think that makes some sense. We'll do it. We'll go uh here with the uh with the with the twenty fourth pick, two thousand twenty one NFL draft. The Pittsburgh Steelers select Liam Eichenberg, the offensive tackle out of Notre Dame. I think, you know, guys like Jalen Mayfield, I don't like as high as that. Alex Leatherwood, I think you might wind up seeing wind up seeing him inside. Eichenberg, I think you can just drop him in there. He is he kind of is what he is. I don't know if there's a ton of ceiling to him. All right, pick twenty six. The Cleveland or pick twenty twenty pick twenty five, sorry. Uh the Jacksonville Jaguars are back on the board. Uh they already have Trevor Lawrence. I wouldn't hate to see them investing in the offensive line here. Wouldn't hate to see them getting a, an offensive weapon to kind of go with their their young guy. Uh, Maddie, let's go, Maddie. What do you like here? What about some size at the wide receiver position? Because I mean, I think right now you're maybe looking at somebody like a Rashad Bateman could come in. He could play X for you right away. I know they did just take Lavisca Chenault last year. They already have GJ Shark, but both of those guys play an entirely different type of position than Rashad Bateman would. I mean, one of those guys is a kind of gadget slot player in Chenault, and DJ Shark is an excellent deep threat. But that's kind of where it ends for the reliable pass catchers. If you're bringing in a new quarterback, yeah, you got to protect him, but he's also got to have somewhere to throw. Bateman makes a lot of sense for what they're currently missing out of that wide receiver group. I'm good with it. 25th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars select Rashad Bateman, the wide receiver out of Minnesota. Uh, Real fun at the catch point. I don't know if he comes uncovered as cleanly as some other guys out there, but Give him a chance, put a ball on him, and he's going to make a play. 26 pick, Cleveland Browns are on the clock. They're probably upset with the with the run on edges, I would imagine. Matt looks like he has somebody he's really excited to propose here for the Cleveland Browns. He has a look here. I have some fun picks coming up here. So for the Browns, I was just thinking, I think they could use some linebacker help. I mean, I think they have nobody in that position right now. They've been investing in some other spots, and yes, they would have loved to have another defensive end to put across from Miles Garrett. I actually, you know what? As I talk myself through this, I've come up with a completely different pick. They do need some <laughs> defensive line help. They do need somebody else that matters on the interior. Give me Alabama's Christian Barmore to slap Ooh. in there next to Miles Garrett. Let him get going there on the inside. They do seem to kind of value some of the bigger school guys from time to time. I think he'd make a lot of sense for them. All right, fine. 26 pick in the 2021 NFL draft. Oof. Cleveland Browns select Christian Barmore, the interior defensive lineman out of Alabama. And now we've got the Baltimore Ravens on the clock. Maybe some edge, maybe some offensive line help. They could really, you know, I, I kind of wonder if this is a spot where you, you, you really add and bolster that offensive line. You know, I'm going to throw a name out that we all love. It's early and we don't know what the medicals are going to look like for Landon Dickerson. <sighs> But this might be the high end. This might be the this might be this the highest point of the Landon Dickerson conversation. I would maybe counter with Orlando Brown is trying to get traded because he doesn't want to play right tackle. So maybe you consider somebody that would play right tackle or move to guard if Brown stays around. I know we're not as big of fans of him, but Jalen Mayfield fits the mold of a Baltimore Ravens offensive lineman. He's a much better run blocker. 
than he is pass protector. You don't really want him in space a ton, but if you let him just play in a phone booth, he's pretty good. He will have a little bit of flexibility, and that does give them the option to move on from their very good right tackle currently. You know what? I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I'm not going to argue it. 27th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Baltimore Ravens select Jalen Mayfield, the offensive tackle out of Michigan. Uh, another move that will upset our friend Zach Hicks. Uh, the <laughs> this New Orleans Saints are on the clock here at, at pick 28. I mean... Mac Jones, baby. Mac Jones. Is it I mean... Are they bringing back Jameis? Are they going to bring back Jameis? I think they're going to bring back Jameis. If you listen... I listen to... Ugh, I listen to... I listen to Therese and Charles the other Uh-oh. day. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they had a conversation with Sean Payton, and I think that there was some interest there in uh, in bringing back Jameis. Literally, the only time they tried to throw a real football pass in the playoffs, they used Jameis Winston. So, yeah. I think that tells you everything you need to know. I think you could go best player available here. I actually, I don't. I think. This is kind of where this is around where the board starts getting a little bit less interesting. I think there's just a big pocket here. Uh, I don't really okay. think there's a true BPA here. If and this is something for you guys, if I were to say that the Saints could use another linebacker to play out there, would you lean towards somebody that would be better in coverage or better in the box currently? Hmm. I would. L- <sighs> As it stands right now, they have Zach Bond, who's kind of playing a hybrid, strong side, defensive end role as a linebacker. Didn't get on the field a ton. Demario Davis. Demario Davis, who's had a late career resurgence, but he's not young. I would he's say he's no getting old. older, but he's kind of been their guy that's covered a little bit. Hasn't he ha- and he's a guy that blitzes a lot. I believe he was actually one of their better pressure pliers getting. He blitzed a lot. And then you have Alex Anzalone as of right now playing the weak side spots. Like there's clearly where you're going to get the most improvements on the weak side. So are you looking for a guy that would be a little bit better in coverage, a guy that's better in the box that allows Davis to move? Do we not like linebacker at all? And that's okay too. I'm just sitting here looking at Zayvon Collins and Nick Bolton. I think that I like Bolton better, but I, he's a guy that isn't quite as good in coverage as Zayvon Collins is, from my opinion. And we are lower on Zayvon Collins. But, oh, you know, Zayvon Collins... Ugh. They already have him in Zach Bond. And frankly, I like Zach Bond a little bit better. Okay. Do we want, Let's receiver? go with Nick Bolton okay. here. Or Nick Bolton. Yeah, that's fine too. Do you want to go Nick Bolton here? Let's go Nick Bolton. 28th pick. In the 2021 NFL Draft, the New Orleans Saints take linebacker Nick Bolton out of Missouri. The Green Bay Packers are on the clock at 29. Oh, man. I don't really know what to do with them here. I mean, you could go maybe like a Terrace Marshall. That's kind of what I was thinking. Give Aaron an actual weapon. I mean, please. I'm tired of hearing about it. Do they have too much redundancy? In their offensive, yeah. I mean, I guess, like, I honestly, but like, how hard is it to upgrade over some of these guys, though? You know, outside of Devontae. Do you have something else? Do you have something else, Maddie? You have a I look mean, on your face. I. It's an interesting spot because there's a lot of guys out here that I think that make some sense. No one that jumps out is the clear-cut best answer. Again, like, I can barely even name the Packers linebackers, which is sad because we are in a group chat with our good friend, 
Jake, and he's talking about the Packers a lot, and I still can't tell you who their linebackers are. So Zayvon Collins makes them a better team. It's just a matter of does that team value linebackers? Because they didn't before. They absolutely did not in the past. They're now moving on. Will they value a linebacker now or not? I mean, you give them Kadarius Toney if you're just looking for a playmaker. He operates near the line of scrimmage. It's a little bit different than Shaney offense, though. Them. I mean, you see the stuff that they get, they do with you know, like a you know, a Debo Samuel out there, and I don't hate the Kadarius Tony idea. I don't know if I love the value here, but let's let's do that. Let's let's have a little fun, and we'll see. Maybe this will make Jake mad too. With the 29th pick in the 2021 NFL Draft, the Green Bay Packers select Kadarius Tony, the wide receiver, offensive weapon, out of Florida. Buffalo Bills got bopped in Arrowhead. It's the last time I felt good about a football game. Uh, corner opposite Tredavious White is a problem. Zavin Collins still on the board here. I mean, just add, continue to add length, versatility, and athleticism to that linebacker group. They're losing Matt Milano. Z- Zavin Collins can cover for, for what it's worth. Oh, he can really cover. He can cover. He can definitely cover. He might be the best coverage linebacker in the draft. I, I, It would be an interesting fit, and I do think teams think that they can put some pop in his hands and maybe so, make it. So, and this is me agreeing with you. They need to beat the Chiefs. What's one way that they can try and beat the Chiefs? Put 260-pound Zayvon Collins opposite of Travis Kelsey and have him try and play physical and run in coverage with. Have him. you well, seen Zayvon Collins play physical? The physical part's I, the problem. No, I have but not. No, I, but you're I, 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 I'm intrigued, that. and I, you know, this is a yeah. good coaching staff. Can they get the most out of this guy? I mean, if they move on from Matt Milano, this pick makes a lot of sense. Yeah, I would say the other way to beat the Chiefs, as we clearly saw, is to get some pressure. And right now, Jerry Hughes leading your team with like four sacks on the year is probably not the best way to get pressure. So you could have a Joseph Asai as edge out of Texas. It's a little bit bigger. Or Azizo Julari, who I think is a lot better. You just have to be okay with a 240-pound pass rusher. That's even, I mean, he's going to be about 10, 15 pounds lighter than Jerry Hughes when he came out of TCU. I don't know if they want somebody that small or not, but like, I would say those two guys would be in the mix as well. Craig, I'm letting you make the final pick. I'm picking Zavin. Let, let's put him in the first round. All right. Bottom of the first round here. 30th pick, 2021 NFL Draft. The Buffalo Bills select Zavin Collins, the linebacker out of Tulsa. Who knows, Maddie? They might try to rush him a little bit too. Actually, some people are talking about it. I mean, he's a ball of clay. Uh the Chiefs are on the board after they got bopped. Just to continue <laughs> your trend, at thirty-one, I want to help protect Patrick Levon Mahomes. I like. Here's the thing. I've seen two very reputable sources that have gone Landon Dickerson here recently. I want to go Landon Dickerson here, Lando. but I also, I think we owe it to Kansas City to mix things up a little bit here, and we have a lot of time to go Landon Dickerson. Landon Dickerson went 31st to the Chiefs by Dane Brugler, and also I believe our pal Matt Miller went Landon Dickerson in the first round as well. I will just take this moment here real quick to say, if the Chiefs... I would love for the Chiefs draft to start with Landon Dickerson, whether that's at 31, whether that's like somewhere around 40 in a trade back. There's a lot of medical issues with him, but man, uh, football character and ability on the field, 
I, he you drop him in the middle of your offensive line. If he stays healthy, he's there for a long time. So let's mix things up a little bit, boys. We're taking Alex, or we're taking uh, Landon Dickerson off the board. Now we got to get a little creative here. I feel like you might be able to get some decent value along the offensive line in the second round. Uh, well, so this is what I'm looking at here as we're going through this. The offensive tackle tiers right now, I think it ends after two more guys. I think you have two more guys right now. That's Alex Leatherwood and Dylan Radunes left in the, this tier of offensive tackles. Now, mm-hmm. is that wor- like you have to take them now? They're not going to make it to right. the end of round two. The question is, is that tier, is the last guy in that tier of offensive linemen worth more than one of the biggest freaks of nature rushing the passer and from an athletic standpoint out of Penn State and Jason Owa? I I would say you don't get edge rushers in round two. You don't get playmaking edge rushers in round two. It simply doesn't happen. If you are one that doesn't like Frank Clark's production right now, if you are one that watched the Chiefs play the Buccaneers and said, hey, we aren't getting pressure ever, then you want to spend a first-round pick on your edge rusher. You don't want to wait until pick 63 and hope to catch somebody. Take a dense, long, athletic guy. Hasn't had great college production, but when you throw on the tape, every trait you want is there. This is a guy you take a swing on, and if you're going to want to get him, you're going to have to get him at the end of round one. Yeah, and the other two guys that are kind of classed above him by a lot of people, Joseph Osai is probably more of a rush Sam for this Chiefs defense, he played off ball two years ago. He kicked down a defensive end. He's just not really a Spags type guy. I could see a use for him playing linebacker on early downs and rushing on later downs, but that's a lot of manipulating for that guy when you've got Oa there and Aziz Ojolari, as Maddie just talked about, is 240 pounds. He's an excellent pass rusher. He has tons of juice off the edge. But he's just not going to be that kind of base end, hand in the dirt, lining up as a four eye and being really effective like Spags wants. Oa does all that stuff. I have condoned for defensive end first round and then going hard at offensive line for the next couple rounds. I would be okay with Oa here. I'm okay with Oa too, actually. I actually kind of like the pick. Uh, Bet on the traits. Draft athletes to rush the passer early. And Jason Owa is very, very much undoubtedly that. He's gonna he might be one of the biggest freaks we've ever seen at the edge position, frankly. Seriously. Uh cannot wait to see how he tests. So 31st pick in the 2021 NFL draft, the Kansas City Chiefs select Jason Owa, the edge out of Penn State. But what about the offensive line? We will throw everything at it from here on That's out. That's exactly right. And we'll get there in a second. We got to give these bums in Tampa somebody. I'm not bitter. I want to give them Mac Jones just to be petty. <laughs> they're going to need a quarterback. Yeah, but I, they're not going to do that with Tom in his window. So I actually think, I honestly, like I could see them just trying to settle the running back position maybe a little bit, or maybe they want to roll with playoff Lenny. I don't know. I could see. I just think they're going to try to swing for immediate impact. So, how do you get immediate impact on this football team uh, as this team's window is closing? Essentially, is probably one year left. What do you do here? Do you go and grab Travis Etienne, a running back here, 
Well, if I'm not mistaken, both of their defensive ends are technically free agents. And now I know they've talked about trying to get everybody back to go for it again. Both Jason Pierre-Paul and Shaq Barrett, I think, have stressed that they would like to be back there. But, you know, you might not be able to bring both of them back. Maybe the money doesn't work out. So maybe you look as a, as a pass rusher here. Outside of that, like, I I don't know where you get the best instant back. They could use an improvement at their left tackle. Donovan Smith's always up and down year in and year out. But I don't know if you're going to get instant return on that investment for next year by taking a Leatherwood or somebody like that. That would be more for a year or two down the line. So, I mean, it all depends on if you are going all in or not. Like, even if you're going all in, I don't know where you find instant improvement for this team. I would go edge. Just, just to have numbers. So insulate yourself, knowing that you may have to move on from one of those guys in the near future. I want to give him an edge I don't like, but <laughs> I mean, I guess, Osai fits the think, physical profile closer yeah. to Shaq Barrett yeah. and or Jason Pierre-Paul, even though Azizo Jalari is a better player. 30, 30 second pick, yeah, good. Give him the player that we don't like as much. Thirty second pick, Tampa Bay Buccaneers select Joseph Osai. The edge out of Texas. Uh, that is it for the first round. Let's go ahead though, and let's just let's go ahead and mock pick sixty-three and the Chiefs' third-round pick as well. So we haven't gone. Are we with edge? We could look at tackle, but the tackle market's probably not particularly great for the Chiefs down there at sixty-three. Um. Let's look at interior offensive line. I think that's a place that we could potentially help this football team relatively relatively quick. Throwing a, like a Josh Myers out there, it's not the sexiest name. Um, Creed Humphrey might still be around near the bottom of round two as well. Creed Humphrey could be there. I think Creed Humphrey might go a little bit before that, though. I think Josh Myers he is might. more safely there. Sure. Maddie, what do you think? Yeah, it. It's hard. I mean, you just kind of have to see the tiers for both these spots right now because I'm with you. I think that these are interior offensive linemen are a little bit better probably than the offensive tackles. I also think your offensive tackle group after what we just talked about with Leatherwood and Radunes, it's going to be a lot more developmental guys, not a lot of guys ready to jump in right away. I'd feel more comfortable taking a Josh Myers or a Creed Humphrey in round two and getting the more developmental guy at offensive tackle, even if it's a more important position in round three. Yeah, let's go. Uh, let's go here and... Uh... Let's take Josh Myers, the uh, interior offensive lineman, out, I believe. It actually might be 94 because I think the, the New England Patriots have forfeited their third-round picks. I believe the Chiefs are actually picking 94th in the third round. Third-round picks. I believe the Chiefs are actually picking 94th in the third round. What do you guys want to do here? Do you want to go wide receiver? I Man, would like to go offensive that that tackle. Be... You'd like to go offensive yeah. tackle here? Yeah. You'd like to go offensive tackle here? Okay. Um, let's think about this. I'm going to throw a Spencer Brown out. I'm going to throw a James Hudson out. Uh, I think those are two guys from a developmental standpoint. I like, I think both of those guys potentially could there maybe a Brady Christensen. I think, yeah, I think that Spencer Brown is probably going to be a little higher up on just some people's boards for the NFL because of the size, because of the athleticism. But James Hudson is equally as athletic, if not more so, just not quite as big. You still need to add some weight, work on his technique, but he's a guy to keep my eye on. 
If the NFL's a little lower on Jackson Carmen out of Clemson because they think he might only be an interior guy, I think he could sur- he could survive on an island outside of the NFL offensive tackle. You catch him at the end of day two, I think that'd be a great pick as well. I mean, those are just two of the guys that I'd be keeping my eyes out for. Okay, real quick, yeah. I, I, I like Jackson Carmen. The Chiefs take Jackson Carmen at 63. How you feel, Matty? I feel fine with it. I just, again, talking about tiers of offensive tackle, I would rather not take Carmen if there is a Spencer Brown, Brady Christensen, James Hudson, and just some of those other guys sitting there as well because I think there's a good chance that one of those other guys would be able to get at the end of day two. All right, I'm going to go James Hudson here. Uh, I like James Hudson if we're talking about those three. I'm not as out on Spencer Brown. I just think he's got a lot of work to do and, like, I think he got better in Mobile as the week went on. He was really bad early, but I like James Hudson. I like his potential, uh, and we're going to go with him. This The offensive tackle out of Cincinnati in the third round of the Kansas City Chiefs. So the Chiefs, uh, they go Jason Owa, they go Josh Myers, and they go James Hudson in this mock draft. That is it for the AP Laboratory mock draft. Thank you guys so much for listening. We went a little bit long. Uh, Craig's very upset about that, uh, but that's okay. Because sometimes we're just making all of our friends upset today. That's going to do it for the show. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will catch you later.